just want to talk to us tonight. You know, we use Christian words that sometimes we don't know what we're talking about. We just say them because we've always heard them. And then new people come in and they don't know what they mean either. You know, what does the glory of God mean? We're going to praise God. What does that mean? I want to worship God. Those are things we've just been, we've grown up in in the faith. But you know there's a meaning and there's a difference in what these, this means. Let's turn, if you have your Bibles, to 2 Corinthians 3.18. Amen. Amen. Right. We want. I, I want to talk. Open the uh, lesson with the glory of God. That's a big thing, isn't it? The glory. Yeah. Just stop and think about that. The glory of God. Second uh, Corinthians three eighteen. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. When we received Jesus Christ as our Lord, the veil was taken off our eyes, the veil of unbelief. We, now we can understand the Spirit of God has been put inside of us, and we can look as we read the Word, as we get a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. And we are being changed from glory to glory by the Spirit of God that was put in us. Hallelujah. But we have to know God, you see, and know, hey, if I'm going to be changed into somebody's image, I want to know who that is and what they believe and what, who, who they are. And because the veil is taken off of our eyes, we get a revelation of Jesus Christ. And when we get into glory, God's glory, we are then being changed into that image of who Christ is. What does the glory of God mean? In Hebrew, glory means the splendor of God, a, ho a holiness. A heaviness. I felt that this morning when we were worshiping God and the Spirit, God's just presence came into our being and He was here to minister to our needs. In the presence of God, we have the glory of God. Amen? And He, uh, you can feel it. His holiness. And the glory falls on us when we get into God's presence. You can't get into his presence without knowing the glory of his presence. Because he is glory. Amen. On Isaiah 6, Isaiah cries out, or an angel cries out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. So where's his glory? The whole earth is filled with it. But because the veil was taken off of our eyes, we can see it. Yes, yes. The world can't see it, yes. but we can see it. Amen? Amen. And in uh, 
Psalm 19.1, the heavens declare his glory. Hallelujah. The heavens declare his glory, his goodness and splendor and his beauty. Now, y'all listen to this one. Write it down. It's a good one to go back and check on. Ephesians 117. If we don't know another scripture in here, man, this is worth meditating on. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, let that sink in, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You get to know him. Amen. The Father of glory. The God of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is my God. Amen. That is your God if you've received Jesus as your Savior. And that's what getting into the glory of God means, that we get into his presence and we get knowledge of him, to know him. We need to know God. To get to a place where we want to be in God, we have to know him. Amen? Amen. Have a relationship with him. The question is, how do we get into his presence? Three things I'm on. I'm not going to talk too much about prayer tonight because we've had a lot of teachings on prayer, but Pastor just told y'all how important it was. How do we get into his presence? By prayer, praise, and worship. Now, prayer is where we're building a relationship with God. We're talking to him. We're meeting with him. He's talking to us. You know he'll talk to you if you pray long enough and shut up sometimes. He will then talk back to you. You're not having a conversation unless two people are communicating, right? So it's through prayer. Praise is thanking him for his mercy and his grace. Praise is a vocal thing. And we praise him for his mercy and his grace. And worship adores God. Brings us into the adoration of God. And it comes from our heart. Amen? We surrender to him in worship. But you know, we're not going to get there till we start over here in prayer. Amen? And build that relationship. You're not going to get over here worshiping somebody you have no knowledge and revelation of. And you got to do it from your heart. That's what the difference with worship. Amen? Psalm 100, I asked uh, Stacy and him to sing it. I love it. I will enter his gates. That's how we named it when we named it. But it's uh, Psalm 100, and it's a song of praise. A song unto the Lord. The Lord tells us how to get there. Or David writes this, but through uh, inspiration of the Holy Spirit, this is how we get there. Make a joyful noise or a shout, some of them say. Didn't say make a joyful singing, because goodness, I can't sing. But I can make a joyful noise, right? And I can shout unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And some serve the Lord with gladness. Don't begrudge serving the Lord. 
Serve the Lord with gladness. Be happy about it. Come before his presence with singing. He don't like your voice. He can change it. If he don't change it, he enjoys it. We all, you know, have different uh, song, uh, voices. But come before his presence with singing. Know he is the Lord and he is God. Amen. Verse 4 says, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. We have to be thankful. He don't want us coming in there moaning and groaning and complaining. Be thankful because he is God. Amen. Enter his courts with praise and shout. And enjoy in him, amen? Bless his name, for the Lord is good. Isn't that a good psalm? That's how we get into his presence. Enter, it says, his presence. Enter his courts. Our voice, our tongue is an instrument of harvest. What are we saying? What are we uh, praying? What are we singing? Are we just singing them old country songs out there? Or are we getting some good songs about the Lord? Hey, don't act like I don't know what everybody puts on their radio station or whatever kind of music you like. we got to get some of God's Word into us. That's the songs we sing to Him, you know. And uh, we need to, our seeds, by sowing seeds, we're going to get a harvest. And if you don't like where you are right now, let's start planting different seeds in our lives so that we can get the harvest that we want from the Lord. So praise, thanksgiving, rejoice. It makes us joyful. Praise is a celebration. It's a celebration because you saved, because he's your God. Clap your hands and shout. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Make a joyful noise and shout. In 2 Samuel 6.15, David was so excited about getting the Ark of the Covenant back and bringing it back to Jerusalem. He just shouted and danced and praised the Lord before God and the people. And when the children of Israel came to that wall of Jericho, Y'all got some walls in y'all life? Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. When they came to the walls of Jericho, there was no way, absolutely no way they could get across those walls. But God has a secret. God provides. God gives knowledge. God said, shout! And when they shouted, the walls came tumbling down. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You got some walls in your life you need to shout at? You got some walls in your life that's keeping you bound up? Instead of just mollygrubbing about it and crying, shout! Hallelujah! Jesus is Lord. I don't serve you, Satan. I serve the Lord Jesus Christ. That's praise. Clap your hands, all you people. Hallelujah!
hallelujah and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Didn't we sing that tonight? If we didn't, it's a good verse anyway. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So praise and shout. Watch your walls come tumbling down. Praise changes the atmosphere. It changes the atmosphere. Amen. Two or three of us. Of course, George and I, you know, have been, been friends for years. And if she's weeping and crying or moaning and sad or whatever, we, well, I can come up and then Phyllis can come up and Doris. We all get in that same attitude, right? And God don't get very big in that attitude. But if we come in reminding who God is, reminding each other and lifting up the name of Jesus and start singing praises instead of moaning, groanings, atmosphere changes. The devil flees. Amen. Hallelujah. Changes the atmosphere in your house. Change the atmosphere in your workplace. And it will even change the atmosphere in your church. Did you know that some of the saddest people in the world are in church? Now what else can I say but that's sad. <laughs> they are. And we have all, all authority given unto us. We have all instructions given unto, given unto us how we can change it. But it's a battle. And we'd rather sometimes live right where we are than shout, praise, and speak the Word of God. Because it's a battle. You're fighting against powers and principalities. Amen? Quit murmuring, criticize, and complaining. That's wilderness talk. And you know what happened to the people in the wilderness? They died out there. They didn't get to the promised land. Because they were the way they were criticizing, they were uh, murmuring. But you know, when you start praising God, blessings come. That's kingdom talk, right? Amen. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Say it, Lori. Amen. Devil, you have to flee because I am in the promised land. The kingdom of God is our promised land. And we are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. I got to the promised land. Hallelujah. Don't get back in the wilderness. That's not where God intends for us to be. He wants, I mean, I'm not saying you're not going to have troubles. I'm not saying you're not going to have things happen to you. I'm standing here right now with everybody praying because it's five years today I buried my son. And I said, Pastor, when he said, you want to preach? I, I started to say no, and I said, no, I can do all things. I guess I doubt it because for service I told him, if I don't have nothing to say, come up and do something. <laughs> uh, God did. And you know what? My son's happy. Hallelujah. And he's praising God. And he would never, ever want to come back here. Amen. So if we want 
to be in the kingdom where blessings come, we need to start talking kingdom talk. Well, you say, I don't know what you're talking about. Read the Bible. Kingdom talk, victory. We sing about it all the time. Victory. Oh, yeah, but look, things happen to people. Happens to all of us, don't it, Phyllis? But God is always there. I can promise you. God is always there. Your voice in praise is a powerful instrument. Amen of, of warfare. Uh, I'll, I'll re go ahead and read this in Ephesians, but you don't have to turn to it. I have it marked. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Quit fighting your neighbor. Quit being mad at your ex-spouse or your spouse or your wife or whoever. It's not flesh and blood that we're fighting. And that's why we can't get out of our ruts and our circumstances and our situations because we want to fight. We want to be mad. We want our feelings hurt. We don't want them that way, but we won't change them either. Amen. We don't war against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Hey, we got a battle going on. And if you don't think you're in one, pull your head out the sand. Because a battle's gone on all around you. And you either going along with it or you're going to stand up and you're going to stand on the Word of God and praise Him and pray. Amen. Start praising God and victory will come. Circumstances will change. Attitudes will change. You know what? I heard somebody say this the other day. But it's the truth. When you start praying for somebody else, guess who changes? You do. You change. Now, God may change that other person too if they submit to his word. But we need to pray so that we can be changed. So we can get over the circumstances and situations that put us where we are. And if you start praying for them, I remember my husband, he was a heathen. I had been too, but he was a bad one. And Anyway, I, I got saved. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And it was just something changed in me. Now, he saw it because he told me later, you know, he said, you didn't want to fight anymore. And I couldn't understand that because, I mean, you know, you're going to fool with me, I'm fooling with you, you know. We, it was, and poor little old kids in the middle of it. But you know what? I said, okay, somebody told me, pray for him. Well, I didn't have to have nobody tell me that. I knew that. I started praying for him. Well, I started changing. I said, Lord, he's the one that needs to be changed. God says, yeah, but you got to change first. And, I, you know, he was saved, and the evidence of his salvation is all around this parish. Praise God. Anyway, Ephesians 5... How do we get filled with the Spirit? Jesus pours it out. How do we stay filled with the Holy Spirit? The Bible tells us that. Sister Evelyn, how do you stay filled with the Holy Spirit? 
Ephesians 5 says, Speak unto yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Turn that TV off. Quit getting on the computer all day and just start singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You don't have to have an audience. He's our audience. It's Him we're singing to. God inhabits, dwells in the praises of His people. He comes and He adds Himself to us. And when we get past praise, this brings us to worship. Amen? They're two different things. Amen? It brings us to worship. Worship is the adoration of God, seeking God's face. You don't have to say a word. You're just sitting there. Worship, coming from your heart, seeking his face, loving him and feeling his love engulf you. Worship should be reserved only for God. But worship goes beyond praise. Praise can be easy because it doesn't really take nothing from us. But worship is coming from the heart, every part of us. Amen? It's a difference. The definition of worship is the feeling of reverence and adoration for a deity. And right, you know, my God. I want to worship him. I want to reverence him. A lot of people hadn't got to that place yet of worship because they never started this place over here of prayer. They wait for the pastor to get up and say, let us pray. Hey, that's his prayer. He knows God. You need to know God. I need to know God. We need to have a relationship in prayer. Amen. To praise him. Because we're praising him for how good he is and how his mercy and his grace. And then that takes us to worship because we know him. And we want to just worship him for who he is. Not for what he's done for me anymore, but it's who he is is why I want to worship him. Hallelujah. Ever think about that, who God is? Worship. Is from the heart, and it's God-centered. You shut everything else off. You ever try to do that, and everything comes at you. The phone rings, the kids, everything. Let it go. I'm 75, almost 76, I guess, and I'm going to tell you what, it'll still be there when you come back to it. Get what you need is that closeness with God it will strengthen you and it will solve the situations in your life John said in John 4:24 Jesus says true worshipers will worship God in spirit and in truth we need that spirit of God that's living in us to connect with the Holy Spirit 
our spirit to connect with the Holy Spirit and worship God. You know, the Holy Spirit always wants to worship God. How excited was he get when we say, I want to worship God, or we start worshiping God. Just think of the worship that goes on there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this brings me to this question. What is the difference between praise and worship? Understanding the difference between praise and worship can bring a new depth to the way we honor God, a depth. I don't know if I said that right, about a depth, not a depth, but a depth. It opens up who our God is. All inhabitants of the earth are instructed to praise the Lord. You know, Jesus said, if the people don't praise me, the stones will. Amen. He's going to have praise. Yes, yes. I think of little old Stacy back there. She was little back then. She says, ain't no no rock gonna praise my Lord. Yeah. And she got up singing, you know, and, and doing. No rock. Yeah. I want to do my own praising. Yeah. But the whole creation yeah. one day is going to praise the Lord. Amen. We praise Him with singing, with shouting, with the dance. It's, you know, y'all were all told it was a sin to dance. I didn't. I wasn't told that. <laughs> Pastors here say, I'm not telling you go out to bars and nightclubs and places where it's not holy to be. But you can dance before the Lord. It will set you free. Hallelujah. David danced before the Lord. It's okay to dance in the spirit. Amen? With shouting, with musical instruments. Boy, these instruments get going and they just, isn't it good? And singing. And it brings us into praise. And clapping your hands. Praise is loud and boisterous. That's what praise is. Praise comes from our lips. And it's thanking God. We, we praise God and it's with thanksgiving for everything. We offer back our praise to him for, in appreciation for everything he's done for us. That is praise. Praise does not really require anything of us. It's more an outward. Clapping your hands, singing, shouting, getting happy. Amen? Amen. And you're praising God because you're so thankful to Him for everything that He has done for us. It's easy to praise Him because He's worthy to be praised. But now when we get to worship, it's a little different here. Amen? Amen. Worship comes from a different place. It comes from inside of us, within our spirit. Amen? And we, it's reserved for God alone. It's losing yourself, surrendering to God. Sometimes it's quiet. Don't be afraid of sometimes when the Spirit of the Lord comes in worship and He's ministering 
Don't get nervous. Don't go out the back door. Give him time to minister to the spirit of people that are sitting in, the, in this congregation. Praise can be part of worship, but worship goes beyond praise. Amen? Amen. We must be willing to humble ourselves before God. We must let go of our pride. Amen? And we must surrender. Worship surrenders itself to God in, in, in prayer, in praise, in our everything that we do. Bowing down, kneeling, lifting your hands, all these actions come with worship. Humility. Amen? And you, and you know you get convicted, you get the revelation of God, and you see how holy he is, and we get convicted of how much we sin, and we have not changed enough from glory to glory. And it, you know, it, it's true worship, and the Holy Spirit comes, and he is able to speak to us, convict us, and he comforts us. Through worship, we acknowledge him uh, once again as the Lord of our lives. You know, we start getting out and out doing all our business and the things happen and we forget who's Lord. We start thinking we're in charge. But when we get in worship, it brings us back. Knowledge comes back that he is Lord, yes. not us. Amen. 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 So praise is intertwined with thanksgiving and worship with surrender. Amen? We need to be, uh, not humiliated, humbled. We need to humiliate ourselves sometimes and let pride die. But a humbleness that comes before the Lord in worship. Amen? Worship is an attitude of the heart. A person can go through all the outward motions and not be worshiping. I can't always tell if you're worshiping, but God knows the heart. God sees the heart, and he desires and he deserves sincere praise and worship from his people. Amen? Amen. Amen. So first we have to pray. If you not, don't have a prayer life, get to the altar. Because you're not going to make it without reading the word and prayer. We can just do so much. We can pray so much. We can agree so much. But it's God that's going to do it. Amen? The, God's going to do the healing, the deliverance, the providing. Amen? So we have to pray and get a relationship with God. That's the first thing we have to do. Second thing is we have to praise until the spirit of worship comes. Praise ye the Lord. Amen? Worship until the glory comes. And then when you feel the glory come, amen? Stand in the glory. 
and let him minister to you. It's the presence of God. Uh, that's what the glory of God is the presence of God that comes and he just ministers to us. Amen. Amen. Every Christian in our church, amen. Only, only when he comes in that way are we changed from glory to glory. We need to get in his presence more. We need to get in his glory so we can be changed to look like Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Get in his glory. It brings us to worship him and see his holiness. Brings us to repentance. And I think I already said that, but when you see how holy he is, you know, look at me. Oh, Lord, cleanse me. Because we're not supposed to compare each ourselves, you know, with each other. And I'd never compare myself with Miss Doris. But, you know, there are people I say, well, I'm not that bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's not people that we compare ourselves with. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's the Lord, and he's holy. Amen. And it, causes, it cleanses us and changes us, repentance does. And then it won't, causes us to want to do service for him. Like Isaiah cried out, Lord, here am I. Send me. Use me, Lord. There are people out there that are dead and going to hell. Lost. Use me, Lord, to reach them. When we get into his presence, that's when we see how far we've fallen short. Amen. Only when God's presence is, is, is upon us can we behold and understand His glory. Amen. Amen. It takes the presence of God. Unfortunately, so many people have never felt the presence of God. T, can y'all come back up? Amen. We need to pray we need to praise, and we need to worship. It takes all three to fulfill a Christian, to make us complete in him. Amen? Amen. He gives us the knowledge and the revelation when we get into his presence and we see his glory. He's God, creator of the universe. Hallelujah. Would y'all stand up? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Bow your heads right now and search your hearts. God searches them. Search your hearts. Lord, do I pray, do I have a relationship with you, oh God? Lord, I want a relationship with you. In prayer. I want to praise you, Lord, instead of moaning and criticizing. I want to praise the Lord because he is good. And oh God, bring me into worship because I need to be changed. I see your image, Lord, of holiness. And oh God, I can only, by your glory and in your presence, be changed from glory to glory. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah.